for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. Bumper crowds will be able to gather for the rest of the spring carnival with capacity increased to 10,000 vaccinated racegoers. The New South Wales government lifted the limit for events including the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill and Melbourne Cup Day at Randwick in line with the doubled crowd number for today's Everest at Royal Randwick dubbed the race that stops hibernation. The people of New South Wales have done an incredible job rolling up their sleeves and getting vaccinated, allowing us to welcome more people back to iconic events and get our economy firing again, better regulation and innovation minister Kevin Anderson said. Staff will check patrons' vaccination status and there will be enhanced safety measures across the racing New South Wales venues. Racing New South Wales chairman Russell Balding AO said during our spring Carnival, we are able to celebrate the gradual return to normality. That includes a day out at the races that is such a part of the Australian social fabric. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. Fake vaccination certificates are being used to allow people not yet double-jabbed to access venues and use services supposedly restricted to the fully immunised. The Saturday Telegraph has been made aware of a site that enables you to create a fake vaccine certificate. It was being shared last week. New South Wales police also confirmed they are aware of the illegal sale of COVID-19 vaccination certificates with detectives from the State Crime Command's Cyber Crime Squad working closely with other agencies to monitor and investigate fraudulent documents being sold online. The practice has triggered a warning from Police Minister David Elliott who said individuals trying to access venues without being fully vaccinated were endangering not only their own lives but other others. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Seven months after the departure of Sam Armitage from the helm of Sunrise, the Today Show, buoyed by the popularity of new host Ali Langdon and the boredom of a locked-down East Coast population, is fast closing the gap with the nation's top-rating breakfast show. After years of drama and instability at Nines Today, the kind of issues one might expect to see on the Apple Plus show Morning Wars, the program is once more resonating with Australian audiences, prompting Seven to unleash a series of late season changes to Sunrise's format. This month, the show introduced a local news bulletin in the Queensland market. A similar bulletin is now in the works for Melbourne, which is driving today's ratings comeback. Seven executives have hinted the Sunrise panel may also be reshaped in coming months with the appointment of another key regular presenter, one who would fill the position left vacant in March after Natalie Barr was promoted to Armitage's chair and entertainment reporter Edwina Bartholomew was tapped to step in as newsreader. Yesterday, Sunrise executive producer Michael Pell insisted Barr was safe. 
And eased COVID restrictions will give home seekers welcome relief from the pressure cooker sales environment that drove up house prices by record margins during lockdown. With agents permitted to schedule open homes and on-site auctions for the first time in months, a surge of new listings is expected from homeowners who avoided selling while restrictions were in place. Agents reported bookings for appraisals, a precursor to homeowners listing their properties, were increasing rapidly and late October and November were shaping up to be a busy period for sales. This week, there'll be close to 1,000 auctions, the highest volume of sales since June, and about 40% more than at this time last year. Even more auctions were scheduled for coming weeks. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus us on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.